Hello everyone, this is Elise, and today we have a really special episode featuring UC Santa Cruz alumna, Melanie Dang Ho. Melanie and I talked about her short film, Song Odai, To Live Here, which was recently recognized by the International Documentary Association. A Floridian herself and belonging to the Vietnamese diaspora, in Song Odai, Dang Ho sought to create a film that addresses central questions of homeland, land, and labor. In her words, quote, Nuak as in water, as in homeland, as in what does it mean to lose a home? Yeah, I came, I came across like going into this program, knowing I wanted to do something about trauma, knowing that I wanted to do a film on Vietnamese communities, preferably somewhere in the South, because I'm from, I'm from the South and I'm Vietnamese. Um, and I just knew that like my parents themselves had a lot of trauma that they were holding. Like we never talked about it or anything, but like, I just knew that something was haunting us, uh, haunting them. And I experienced it growing up. Uh, for example, like my parents are hoarders, like you open the cupboard and there's tons of things in there that who knows when we'll need it, but it's there. Um, like my father would go to the flea market and I would go with him like every Saturday and he'd always buy camouflage. Like anything camouflage related, he'd buy it and he'd go home, wear it in front of a mirror and then just fold it away and tuck it away in in a closet. And I'm like, why, why is this all this happening? Like. I'm just questioning a lot of these things, but never having the courage to talk to them about it. Um, just cause like, that's not what we do in our family. There's a lot of silence in our family. And I also don't have like the language <laughs> capacity to do so. Like I speak to them in Vietnamese, but not to the extent that I would want to. It seems that your film specifically focuses in on people who have been made to be disappeared by society just because like, in made to be disappeared then it just benefits capitalism or that kind of thing so for you personally or for the role of filmmakers is there like a sort of obligation to tell these stories of people that have been forcibly disappeared Ooh, such a such a like deep question that i think can be unpacked in so many ways um but for me i think about hidden labor a lot i guess that's the way for me to think about your question is hidden labor um like my my mom when she was in the stage she started off kind of like being a janitor at night and just um going around and cleaning at night and i i grew up hearing stories about it and to me it seemed like something that she had to do um to survive but then the way that she told it to me was like kind of like a mini adventure mm-hmm. in some way there's this story that she would tell me about how for example, apples, like she didn't have apples growing up. They would only be for um, like when ancestors passed away and they'd remember those ancestors, they'd have apples at an altar. Um, and like in this cleanup job that she had, they had apples in the fridge that, they, that they'd have to throw away every Friday. And I don't know, this is random, but one time like she, she ate the apple and she thinks from then on she was allergic to apples because it's karma for stealing that apple that she had to throw away. So I don't know, it's like those moments where um where like i start imagining like hidden labor and how that ties to like people the way people perceive the world and um 
how how they exist at these like moments of time that some people may see some people may not see and some people may imagine like i myself as a filmmaker i think it's really important for me to show folks that aren't often on the screen and i think that goes um like that's similar to a lot of folks that i see making films nowadays or who i like want to um collaborate with like we grew up not being able to see a lot of like our identities on screen whether it's like queer folks or uh, folks of color vietnamese folks on screen um so yeah for me it's really important to have that kind of representation on screen and off screen i do a lot of like post post-production work and i think it's like important that the people who are are not on screen are also telling those stories um themselves as well I think like it's a very complicated thing that you started to talk about of this idea of representation. I feel like um, there's a difference between, you know, a very sort of aesthetic type of representation and a representation of like people telling their own stories. And your film was something that was very genuine and I could really sense like the, the intimacy of the story. I think you've touched upon this as well with the anecdote of your mother, but is there something you learned about during the researching and filming process of this work in terms of racial capitalism or labor that maybe you hadn't understood before? It's not really a fully fleshed out thought, but like it ties to a bit about racial capitalism. It's like the idea of labor just continuing throughout the entire cycle um of a life like for example the the folks that were on screen like the two elderly couples um they were in their 70s and they were out like working every single day um doing this like really exhausting labor and um something that i touched on in the film was that the woman says that like her children are telling her to not work but she she just keeps on doing it um, and it's something that I, I see with my mom as well. Like she recently retired from doing nails um, because of COVID, but she's still out gardening every single day in, in like our front yard. And like she comes in, we're, we're in Florida right now. And uh, she comes in like sweat stained and I'm just sitting in inside, like not going outside because it's too hot. And I'm just like, why is she doing this labor? Um, and I don't know, I feel like there's something that like perhaps it's folks of um, diaspora communities or maybe low-income folks where it's like you're, you've ingrained into your body like that you have to always do, you have to constantly be in motion. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wonder if that ties back to capitalism in any way where you have to keep on working, you have to put your body through this work um, in order to prove your existence or in mm-hmm. order to exist at all. Um, but yeah, that's something that I observed. I don't know if it, it comes across, but it's something that I still think about. Yeah, and I guess that ties into something you were saying earlier about how um, with Vietnamese people specifically, they not only had to leave their home country, they also had, they're just repeatedly displaced through like the things, the weather conditions and, you know, products of capitalism. Um, mm-hmm. So it's interesting to look at both like the physical movement required by labor and then the global movement, the global displacement. There's something you also wrote that um, about the film where you said you were looking at the intimacy of the mundane and that's something that really stuck out to me. Um, 
And I was wondering what this meant to you as a storyteller and this, the kind of sense of intimacy you were trying to cultivate in your film. Was that something that you were focused on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for me, like what's important for me is to show something that's happening in repetition, just because I think that's like, that shows a lived experience for me. That's like my visual way of showing a lived experience is like something that's happening every day and it doesn't have to be spectacular and it doesn't have to like pander to anyone or anything. It's just something that someone's doing every day. Um, And I think that's, I don't know, to me, that's really beautiful. Like, like what falls into repetition, what becomes comfortable to folks, um, what becomes like routine. I think that's like, to me, it shows that they've created an existence, that they've they've created like their own home. Um, yeah, I think that's what what was building for me when I was thinking about that. It's an unanswered question. What does it mean to lose a home? Perhaps a question Bang Ho seeks to answer in choosing to show the intimacy of the mundane, this everyday repetition that doesn't just replicate lost home but creates it. In the second part of this interview, Melanie and I discuss this question more in depth, as well as central motifs of her work. This has been Elise with another episode of the UC Santa Cruz Slugcast.